Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're moving right along in Masech the Shabbos, Perak Yud Beis, Mishnah Gimel, and Mishnah Beis. I did that order. Mishnah Beis and Mishnah Gimel. And we are continuing in the laws of Shabbos, trying to figure out what is the minimal amount of an action that's considered significant that you're in violation of whatever that malacha is going to be. So yesterday we discussed the laws. We spent the last week or so discussing Hotzah, carrying. Yesterday we discussed Bona and Makavipatish. And they're moving on to plowing. A chorish kosher, one who who is does harisha, one who plows even a tiny amount, is liable because we assume that it can plant even one seed. You do a tiny amount, you put one seed in there, and therefore it has significance. Hamanachesh, one who weeds, which improves the ground or improves the plants nearby. Vahamatarsein vahamazarid, one who cuts dead branches off. Or excess shoots from the tree. Both of these are done. Why do you do these? Why do you cut the excess branches off? Because that, or the dead branches off, because that will allow the tree to grow more and further and stronger. So kol So it's interesting. What's the malacha of chopping a piece of wood off a tree? So intuitively, I would have jumped to kotzer, which is harvesting. But our mission is going to tell us right now that's not actually true. That depending on why you're doing the malacha, that's going to depend on actually what the malacha is. Kotzera. And we actually alluded to this a, this a little while ago. Katsira harvesting is what it sounds. You're harvesting an item. You want an item, so you cut it off from its source in order to have that item. However, here, when you're doing the karasin, when you're cutting off a dead branch, you don't want the dead branch. You don't care for the dead branch. You're trying to improve the tree. So the focus is in a totally different place. It's not on what you're getting out of it in terms of the item you now have in your hands. Now you're holding a tomato when it comes to coats here, but rather it's you, it's the benefit that's happening to the tree, and therefore it's more analogous, which is why it's also a told of harisha of plowing, because plowing improves the ground, which is um, which which makes it better for the growth. Excuse me, I didn't mean harisha, I meant zria. It's a it's a it's a told of planting. Zria, uh, planting a seed in the ground. So the same way I can't put a seed in the ground because that causes the tree to grow, the told of that is, a subcategory is, I can't really do anything to an item which is going to cause it to grow more. So that can include watering, and that can include weeding or chopping off the excess dead branches which are holding the tree back or the plant back from growing further. And therefore, says our Mishnah, that there are going to be certain actions that depending on your, depending on your intent, we're going to define it to be either one malacha or the other. Hamalakit hates him, such as if one gathers wood, as if one cuts off branches, in order for the purpose of improving the, um, for the purposes of mitaking, for fixing the tree. So then we look at it as a tolda of planting, and you're obligated, you're liable for a kolshu, a tiny amount. Because again, because your intention was to um, just for the tree to grow better. That's the only reason why you're chopping off these branches. So we're going to go with the fact that now what's considered significant, even a tiny amount is going to allow the tree to grow better. However, in Lahasek, but if you're you're chopping these pieces of these wood, or this, these branches off the tree because you want firewood, you want to get you want to get kindling and, and wood for your fire. So that now your purpose is not for the tree, but for the totsa'ah that you're going to have wood, and therefore So you're only liable if you cut enough off, which is could be used to cook the easily easiestly cooked item, which we discussed earlier is a cooked egg. So again, what we're seeing here is the, that. One action, same action. I'm taking a uh, axe and uh, or a saw, and I'm sawing off a branch. But if my intention is just because I want the tree to grow rather grow better, so then the malacha I'm doing is a told of zuri of, of planting of allowing the tree to grow. And if that's the case, then even a kolshu, even a tiny amount, will improve the tree. 
Whereas if the intention is, no, I want to gather branches so I can go and make a nice bonfire, so then I need to uh, collect and assemble a significant amount that I can use to actually cook something, and that it would be the, the, the thing that's easily cooked, easily cooked, which is an egg. And we're going to see the same halacha applies here. Hamalake asav, if one gathers grasses, if one uproots grass, im latake, if it's to improve the soil, it's a koshu. Any amount's going to improve the soil. Im lebehema, but no, if it's because you want feed for your animal, kamalipi kadiz. So it's only significant if it's enough that can fill the mouth of a young goat. This concludes our Mishnah. Now we're moving on to Mishnah Gimel. And for the rest of this parak of Parak Yudbeis, it's going to deal with the laws of writing. Hakosov shte osios. One who writes two letters, bain, so what the Mishnah is actually telling us already is, what's the minimum amount one has to write in order to be obligated for writing? And the answer is going to be two letters. Whether you write them with your right hand or your left hand, whether they are the same character, or different characters, such as you write A, A or AB, whether you're using two different types of inks, and regardless of the script, you're liable. It's considered significant once you write two. We don't care if it's two different colors, two different types of ink, two different letters itself. What gives it significance is that it's two letters. Um, Rav Yossi. Rav Yossi is like, what are you talking about? Why do you need letters? If you, what do they do in the Mishkan? So it's actually, this is going to be a historical debate between the Tanakama and Rav Yossi. Rav Yossi is of the opinion, where was their writing? So we mentioned this a few weeks ago as well, that the way in which they would construct the Mishkan was to use Krushim, these beams. And the beams had to always be put in the same place, in, in, in the same formation. So in order to remember which beams came next to which, they would label each beam. To tell you, this goes on the north side, on the northwest side, next to this beam. And this beam goes next to that one. So think of it, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, or Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dal, Hei, Vav, Zayin, Ches. So which means, what, what, why would you, will you have significance to these or to these uh, these letters when you lined up one next to the other? I.e., when you have two letters, because Aleph goes next to Aleph. Bays goes next to base, etc. Comes along Rabbi Yossi, he's like, no, that's not actually what happened. They didn't use letters in the Mishkan. They didn't use letters on each of these beams. Again, Aleph next to Aleph, Bays next to Bays, Gimel next to Gimel. But they would actually just use markings. They use markings, not actual letters. And therefore, says Rabbi Yossi, Lochayv, say Yossi, El Mishim Roshin. When this that we say that one is, uh, is, is liable for writing, it's not two letters. Rather... You're obligated because of marking, meaning they, they, they put marks, some sort of marking on, and that's where you're obligating. So in order to know which is, which uh, literally, which, which, uh, which partner beams, meaning which beams uh, lined up next to each other, they would put a mark on and not uh, letters. So when we say the Malach of Kosev, really what we mean is the Malach of Roshim, as in making, a, making some sort of distinguishable marking. Distinguished marking. Okay. Umra Rebbe. Comes along Rebbe. He's going to has a slight variation to this machlokus. And this is what he says. That this that we say you need to have two letters, it seems to be that they, these letters have to have significance. And therefore, if a person goes along and intends to write a long name and never finishes it, they only write two letters for that name. Such as, Shem Mishmuel. They're going to write uh, um, Shmuel which is Shin, Mem, I, involve Nun, and they only write Shin, Mem, well, since Shin, Mem, in and of itself, is is uh, a word, i.e., it, it means name, so therefore one is liable, or or, or Shmuel. Um, further, or first, Noach, me, Nachar. Uh, if you write Noach, and you, when you intend to write Nachar, Don, me, Daniel, God, me, Gadiel, all these cases, what you have here is that a person intended to write a long name, they ended up writing a short word instead. So it seems to be that Rabbi Yehuda is of the position that it's only 
and only that only if you intended to write a long name and you ended up writing a short name and that short or you, and you only write two letters but those two letters have significance because they're they, they themselves are a word you'd be liable I mean to say just to kind of re recap that Artana Kamui or Mishnah opened up and said what is the uh, sig what is considered significant in writing so our Mishnah said you write two letters then we had Rabbi Yossi, he's like, no, you don't even need two letters, you can have two markings. Rebbe comes along and says something a little cryptic, but if you learn the Gemara, what Rebbe says is as follows. If you intend and set out from the outset to write two letters, so that has significance because that was what your intention was. But if you set out from the outset to write a long word and you got cut off and only wrote two letters, well, now it will depend if those two letters have significance because they themselves are a word, so then you're liable, then you are, are chayiv. But if those two letters don't have a word, don't, don't aren't, have no significance because they're not actually a word, and you never got to finish your word, so Rebbe then would say, you are indeed putter. I wish you all a wonderful day.